1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: So one of, the, one of the areas that I have been most concerned about, and I've only really recently been introduced to this, is this idea of light pollution and the idea that we know that we've lost about a billion birds in North America. It's astonishing. We can't even, we can't even really understand what that means uh, in the last 30, 40, 50 years. And although we know that environmental habitat is one of the reasons why, it turns out that we believe, scientists believe, that up to one-third of bird loss is due to the fact that we have lit up our planet at night for our own convenience while not realizing that the vast majority of birds, and other creatures, by the way, as well, navigate by night. Birds fly by night, but many other creatures navigate by night, including insects and opossums, raccoons, all kinds of other creatures, and we have hurt them. We have materially hurt them by confusing them. We had a scientist on who told us that birds will literally fly around an office building until they drop dead of exhaustion and die to the ground because they're so confused about a lit building in the middle of the night, and it takes them off of their migrating patterns. I was so encouraged. I'm now a member of a Facebook group called Black Rock Bird Watchers, and I was so encouraged that apparently four state representatives here in Connecticut have gathered together to introduce what may be one of the first bills to address this problem— Stratford Representative Joe Gresko joins us this morning. He is one of the sponsors of this bill. Hello, Representative Gresko. Thank you very much for coming on. Hi. Uh,
1: good morning. Thanks, you for the invitation.
0: Oh, well, I'm delighted. So can you tell me, uh, Representative, can you tell me how it is that you became aware of this problem and then talk to us about the bill?
1: So I was approached uh, as the uh, House Chair of the Environment Committee by uh, the Autobahn, and uh, they have been tracking this issue for some years. Uh, you just uh, relayed some of the statistics that they are seeing, and they thought that uh, uh, the state can do uh, better when it comes to at least our state buildings in uh, potentially turning off um, uh, non essential lights. I mean, we don't want to jeopardize safety, uh, uh, certainly, but uh, lights that aren't a priority. Um, as As the lights are replaced, uh, we can make them directional so that they're um, pointing downward as opposed to just scattering all over. And so there are numerous uh, um, directions that we can take uh, uh, to try to make the migratory birds have a a little bit better um, um, migration.
0: I think it's a fantastic idea. What are the nuts and bolts of this bill?
1: Well, it would, the nuts and bolts would have uh, the Department of Administrative uh, Services uh, taking an inventory of uh, all of the state buildings and seeing where we can uh, turn off uh, non-essential uh, lights, which you know, I was hoping we were doing anyway to try to save money, um, and uh, trying to go uh, directional. Um, there's also a, a need for uh, potentially um, going um, – Height-wise, so uh, a lot of the uh, bird casualties and fatalities are from strikes into uh, taller buildings. So I know that uh, you know New York, specifically New York City, has been uh, trying to address this problem with uh, the lighting and also. Um, windows uh, when they are replaced um, having certain either um, uh, markings on them or the way they're constructed so that uh, it doesn't confuse a a bird and and there'll be less strikes so we can do better Uh, technologically we can so I think it it wouldn't be too much of an ask to to step up and, and try to make these changes.
0: Yeah, I agree. I was looking at the bill. It said between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. at night and certain months of the year where we know the migratory patterns are very real. You know, um, I, I, there, to me, when I was learning about this, you talk about a win-win. We have a grid that we know is going to be strained in the future. Uh, we're trying to reduce our fossil fuel consumption. Why wouldn't we use less electricity when we don't need to, right? It makes well, no sense. I was hoping,
1: yes, I was hoping that that was the practice uh, already in existence, but um, this just draws a, a special attention to trying to assist um, our uh, migrating birds, uh, you know, it, Look, everyone's complaining about having to switch uh, daylight savings to standard time twice a year. I'm thinking, you know, why do we even have to uh, keep people uh, tied to the calendar? Oh, it's March. We have to shut the lights off because they're migrating. But the rest of the year, we can we can leave them on. I would just as soon have it be done all Me year too. round. But, you know, sometimes with, in passing legislation, you have to take baby steps. And uh, you take a baby step and, and determine. And, you know, what happened? And, uh, you know, it wasn't the end of the world. And, and uh, so then you move on and, and try to Im- continue to improve on this topic.
0: I agree. You start with where you can and then you incrementally say, oh, gee, you didn't suffer all that much. You know, uh, it infuriates me because one of the things I see, I live in the town of Westport, is that buildings under construction, for example, have all of these lights blaring from the inside out uh, all night long. And um, I don't understand it. Sometimes they're four and five stories tall, or four at least. Uh, and then I'm told it's insurance purposes and all this, but it's a bunch of crap, really, Representative Gresko. It really is. I mean, wow. you have to secure your premises anyway, right? You have to secure your premises anyway. You don't want people walking around a construction site that don't belong there anyway. Uh, I just They're just glaringly obvious lights at night. And the other thing is, this is my other thing, um, we have technology now for motion sensors, which is very, very cheap. I don't know why we don't, as a state, as a state policy, have that be part of an upgrade when we're upgrading our, um, you know, let's say highway lights or if not the, you know, the lights. In other words, why have them on all the time if in the wee small hours of the morning they should come on to help a passing car?
1: um well uh, if we're going uh, on the tangent here but uh, from what i was uh, told and and uh, you hit the nail on the head for liability purposes uh many of this uh, these practices are in existence for example um you know if i'm driving down uh, a road and uh, to your point let's say the lights weren't on but a motion detector detects my vehicle coming through and the light goes on there is uh, there is i guess precedent set where all of a sudden i my eyes can't adjust uh quick enough to to prevent uh, an accident uh, this is this is uh, the the reason given to me for even lower wattage okay uh, i'm driving here down the street all of a sudden i go into a, 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 an area lit by a street light with lower wattage and then i come out of that come into higher wattage it's, it's all um, revolved around liability.
0: So it's always the lawyer's fault. I say this as a lawyer myself. It's so ridiculous. Well, I mean, really, uh, you, some you of it is it. ridiculous. I mean, really. I mean, really. Okay. You know, that's why we have headlights. Uh, that's why we're supposed to go slowly when we drive at night. That's why we're not supposed to speed. No, I mean, seriously, Representative, we're not, Right.
1: If it was up to me I would uh, you know we would go f- with the whole you know dark skies uh, they have a there's the uh, group called the dark skies where uh, they would love to uh return us to um you know the way it was many years ago before everything w- was lit up at night uh, but um I have to take what I can get and and then determine that it really wasn't uh, uh that hard of a lift um uh, and, it, and it, there weren't any Unintended consequences, and then we'll come back and say, "Oh, that worked. Let's let's do this now." And to your point, motion um, detectors, you know, windows that um, are um, you know bird friendly, so you don't have as many fly-ins, and and that could be uh, at a certain elevation as well. Sure. I don't need every window to be you know sure. um, um, bird preventative uh, impacts, but something of over a higher elevation that i'm sure smarter people than myself would would determine um based on statistics and and that's the direction i'd like to go but to do this all in one bill with a heavy lift um, is uh usually not the way to go there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care
0: So you have four sponsors on this bill. Is it a bipartisan support right um, now? What I, do you think? I'm
1: I'm hoping so. Um, we were able to get the bill passed out of the Environment Committee, so it is um, uh, waiting for a, a calendar number on um, for the House floor. I don't see it being um, uh, being th- that heavy of a lift to pass legislatively this year. Um, <clears throat> the the concern has been um, from the the state uh, itself because you know I'm in this bill we are not mandating uh, private owners to to do this to their buildings. We're just doing it with state buildings and uh, hopefully leading by example to show that hey look what happened when we did this. Nothing happened except for saving birds, so right. why don't you try to do it kind of right.
0: thing. Right. I, I like that the state is leading by example. I hope I hope that you'll get bipartisan, wide bipartisan support. It's a very – it's a gentle – I think it's a gentle push in the right direction. I looked at the language of it. It looks very gentle to me.
1: It, that's uh, – look, uh, we could try to go in heavy-handed, but um, – um, it will be more difficult to pass legislatively, and as I said before, it, you, you do this one step, and then everybody sees, oh, there wasn't so bad after all. Now what else can we do? So uh, and then you move on like that.
0: Uh, Representative Gresko, as long as I have you on as chair of the Environment Committee, what other Uh-oh. bills have passed out of committee that are going to the floor that you'd want us to know about?
1: well uh, we are going to have our final meeting tomorrow and among other things we are going to have to deal with um the state's municipal solid waste issue um not necessarily um from this part of our part of the state uh, down here in in uh, the southwest corner, but um, uh, the the, tra- the uh, waste to energy plant um, in the Hartford area closed. So now you have many municipalities uh, sending their municipal solid waste to landfills in uh, Pennsylvania and Ohio, uh, basically reverting back to um, you know 50 years ago before we had the waste to energy plants. So we're trying to figure out uh, a path forward for us to handle our own municipal solid waste um, I've been working on a uh, uh, an, a bill an uh, extended producer responsibility bill for discarded uh, for tires um, you know that um, every municipality has had issues with illegal dumping of tires in their municipality they're tough to they're tough to um, uh, collect. They're tough to find someone that will take them away. Uh, so we're trying to revamp um, that system to save every municipality uh, money and to, of course, uh, help with the with the blight issue.
0: Okay, that's wonderful. All right, well, I thank you very much, uh, Joe. Thank you very much, Joe Gresko, for coming on. Uh, thank you for representing Stratford. Any news with respect to... Remington Woods, as long as we have somebody on from Stratford. Any news about saving that as some beautiful urban forest forever and ever in perpetuity? Got any news Uh, for us on that?
1: As I've said to many people, um, I would die a happy person if we were able to uh, preserve this. This would be the number one thing that um, if I was able to accomplish, uh, not just me, everyone that's been working on it for many years, I would um, I would die a happy person uh, right now the the, um, the merged uh, group uh, Dow and DuPont merged so the, the group now uh, handling um, uh, land use for them is Corteva and uh, we've had uh, meetings with them they've given us updates they have to their credit cleaned up that uh, parcel um from many artillery shells and and the like, and are restoring it to um, uh, native uh, conditions. In other words, pulling out invasives and restoring wetlands, and to their credit, they have done that. And the latest we have uh, on that is uh, they're looking at a 70-30 kind of split, saving 70% Of the woods uh, for an urban forest, and potentially, potentially, um, uh, developing "quote unquote" the rest. But some of the ideas of development are a nature center or something along uh, those lines. So, look, the Corteva spent a lot of money cleaning up that site, and I would just hate to see it, you know, bulldozed in favor of no, not going to happen, not going to happen. We're not going to let
0: it happen. We are all on the same page with this. It's not going to happen.
1: I'd so, like to see 100
0: percent of it preserved as open space. You,
1: you have to, you know, you you have to uh, negotiate. I, I can't tell somebody with their own, you know, they own the property, so I, you know, I technically, besides zoning, you no, know, but, we it it it. but we could buy it.
0: But we well, could buy it. You know that our state coffers are about 600,000 acres short of where we were supposed to be for open space. So why don't we just buy it?
1: Well, um, uh, I'm working on that too. I would love to have it be, uh, you know, another state park since we exactly. have the money now exactly. um, and it would be a nice you know look i we, i love our state parks but um uh they're all seem to be in the in northern and eastern parts of of the uh, of the state the majority of them i'm sure you know we have silver sands here in milford we have sherwood island in westport there's devil's den in weston but uh in an urban area uh, like this, I think it would be um, uh, something. Uh, and I've had this conversation and keep having it with the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection.
0: It would be a jewel for Bridgeport. It would be a jewel for Bridgeport. It would be a magnet. It would attract more people to Bridgeport. It would be amazing if there was public access to a true park in Bridgeport, 100%. Well, it would,
1: I agree. Uh, it would be, you know, you would have seaside and Beersley, and this, you know, uh, shoreline recreation and urban forest. Um, I, I would love to uh, have that as a, uh, as a result of all this. Now, granted, there, the Corteva is cleaning up the property um, only. I'm gonna say only, but to commercial standards, so you won't be able to put condos on the site because it wasn't cleaned up to residential standards so that's what i say so uh, you know as far as access goes you know we could have trails and everybody stays on the trail and and we you know we go from there but uh, it was it's an amazing um uh, oasis of I i mean i was there for a few tours and um quite a few years ago there were bald eagles nesting um in there and you would never know you're you know 2 minutes away from wow. main street in the most populous city so it's um it's uh something that uh, I'll continue to work on with many people
0: good because my audience is 100% in support of saving it
1: I I'm glad to hear that and with there there have been um um meetings I would encourage individuals to attend the Corteva update meetings when they happen they usually happen at um at um united uh, summerfield church um um over by uh bridgeport hospital uh there have been uh, um the sierra club is is taken an interest in 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 this as well I'm trying to uh interest uh the um uh, yeah the land trust, Aspatuck Land Trust, who has some property in Bridgeport already to to uh, take an active role in this. So I think with a combination of everybody pushing in the same direction, um, we'll get some results.
0: I'm so glad to know you're taking a leadership interest in this. Very lovely to chat with you. Next time, we'll get to meet in person. Uh, State Senator Joe Gresco representing Stratford uh, on the Lisa Wexler show today. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks for asking.